Every day you get three KTAR News expansions, 8, noon, and 5. 15 minutes of commercial-free nonstop news, traffic, and weather is brought to you by Sweet James. You've been injured in an accident. Call Sweet James. I'm Jackie Lynn on Arizona's news station, KTAR News. And here we go, back to Radio Row, live in downtown Phoenix. It's Gatos and Chad. So, uh, we're not in the office today, but we're not working from home. Many of you listening have been working from home, but you're starting to get those emails that says, you know, we'd like you to come back to the office every once in a while. <laughs> and that went from asking nicely to, hey, there's a good idea. If you don't come back to the office at least four days a week or three days a week, maybe just maybe you don't have to ever come back to the office because lo and behold, Gatos, mm. while times have changed and going back full time is probably not going to happen, the reality is... Uh, people are going to need to get back to the office. It's weird, man. If you look at the beginning of COVID, right, um, some people got fired. Some businesses panicked, and they fired some folks, right? Other businesses, they thought, this is a new world, so we need to hire millions of folks. Exactly, exactly. So a few years after, it seemed that if you were uh, an employee, you could certainly write your own check. Or you could say, you know what, I'm leaving. I'm going to go across the street and make more money. And most times you did. And it was for employees. It has switched now. The employer is now the one that is making the rules. They're the bosses again. It's not us who are the employees that say you know what i like working from home and if you don't uh, if you don't like that boss find somebody else for a long time the boss goes no you can work from I home need, i need you i need you and, and now, now, it's, now flipped. it's it's flipped disney laid off uh, 7000 people yesterday saving 5.5 billion uh, there's more coming we've seen how many of these companies and in particular cuz obviously starbucks you know people's like well still you can't work from home for starbucks they have they have a corporate o- <clears throat> excuse me they have a corporate office yeah and they said you guys have to get back in fact some of you are being told your productivity is not very good and if you do want to work from home you're gonna to have to come back and be retrained to figure that they are it is now shifted and the quiet quitting we talked about that people who just do enough you know you pay me for 40 but really uh, you really only pay me for 25 so I'm only gonna give you that that has changed those people are going back to it they're working 50 hours a week now it went from doing barely nothing to oh my god I might get fired yeah I mean you can look at productivity went down uh, as soon as productivity went down they're not gonna let you work from home no. it's really that simple it's that simple and I gotta tell you I don't know I know some people who get a lot of work done at home I don't know how they do it. I really don't know how they do it. There, I have so many distractions at home. You know, I could uh, I could go sit outside. I could take a walk. Uh, I could I could play my Xbox. I could get on my phone. I could go on TikTok. I could do all this stuff. If I'm in the office, I'm really not doing. I'll watch TV. If I'm in the office, I'm not really doing any of that. I don't know how anybody ever got any work done from home. It really, you know, it, you have to be disciplined. And 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 I've always said this, like when I just was doing voiceovers full-time, and I worked out of the house. I had my studio out of the house. It was... I did miss human contact. And like I said, there was days that the only person I talked to was at Del Taco, and I just... I would be like, I'm hungry. I'm going to get a taco, maybe go up in three hours and get another taco, <laughs> it, just because I had somebody to talk to. But there is a certain <laughs> so amount of so discipline sad, that you have to have. And some businesses... <laughs> you know, if you're a... If you're a uh, 
you're, you're only friends at Del Taco. <laughs> I love Del Taco, by the way. Best friends. I'm just saying. I mean, so if you're if you're somebody who's a salesperson, you might be going out on meetings and calls. Being in the office maybe isn't the number one thing. But if you're something where there's yeah. a ton of collaboration going on and you need tons of meetings, th- these are things that you're going to have to realize that that Zoom isn't working the way that you thought because there are things that you're just not going to be able to do because you need to be in a room full of people. You need to be able to go over and ask somebody really quick rather than going, you know, everybody's, well, I'm Zooming over here, then I'm Zooming over there. You need to be able to just walk over and go, hey, Kate, you got a quick sec, i got to ask you. That is what I think people are struggling with. And that mid-level management, they're, they're the ones who, and those mid-level workers are the ones who are really struggling right now, and they're going to pay the price. Now, if you're an AI programmer, you could work on the moon and they wouldn't care because you're so wanted. <laughs> but if you're somebody who needs uh, that mid-level management, you'd be sweating right about now. Yeah, so uh, if you're working at home, you're probably going to be asked to go back in the office. If you refuse, you're probably going to be fired. And they're going to find somebody else to fill your job because the employers are making the rules again. Uh, here, one of the big stories, obviously, we've been talking about all day is Kevin Durant is officially a Phoenix Sun. It is a blockbuster deal of all blockbuster trades. I just want to uh, tell you the Sun starters tonight, Chad. Okay. Because remember, they traded their whole team. All right. Remember, the Durant tra- is not here. Not obviously. here. He's not going to play for a couple of weeks until after the All Star break. He's got a, his knees bothering him. Okay. So the Suns you traded brought somebody who's broken, uh, who is recovery, recovering. Uh, so Mikel Bridges is gone. Cam Johnson is gone. Am I starting? Jay Crowder never played this year. He's gone too. Uh, and the Suns made a couple other deals. The, the Sarich guy, he's gone. Uh, all right. Here's their starting five tonight after the trade. Ready? Okay. Chris Paul, Damian Lee, Tory Craig, something named Jock Landale. Landale. Jock, oh, Jock Landale. I don't know. I don't know him either. You don't know who he is. I didn't. I and DeAndre Aiden. <clears throat> that is it. That is, Where's Booker? I thought uh, he was back. Is he on the bench? Booker's resting tonight. Okay. So the Suns have... I think they have nine players going into tonight. You know... Uh, it's kind of... It's kind of hilarious because that just doesn't happen very often. And by the way, Booker back and Durant, they're still short players. They're going to have to go into the buyout market and see who they can find on that mid-level exemption or bring somebody in because it, you've got that three, but you don't, you're still, you know, this is my thing. I look at that and I say, man, they're going to score a lot of points. You know what else I think? They're going to give up a lot of points. Uh, Durant's a great defensive player. I don't know. But, you, you, but they do lose a few people uh, who are great at defense. Let me hit you with this. ESPN gave the trade an A. Yes. Uh, the Athletic gave the trade an A-. minus. Sports Illustrated gave the trade an A+. plus. Well, you're getting the, arguably the greatest scorer in the history of the, of the NBA. So you're going to get yeah. an A for that. That's not and bad. And what you gave up was potentially mid-level to late first-round picks. Four first-round picks. but And they're every other year, too. You didn't give them away, you know, so Correct. you've got every other year. And, and as we all know, you can go, I mean, you know, you may have Durant for a year or two, and you go, I don't want to be in Phoenix anymore because that's a Durant kind of thing. I don't really care. I just want to win you get him one. a championship, yeah. One title. That's all Phoenix Suns fans want is one championship. It's never happened before. And I'll tell you, I think maybe this is the best chance they've ever had to win a title. Because when you look at the Barkley days, there was always Michael Jordan to stop you. There was always Michael Jordan to stop you. Ishbia 
made a big splash. The owner be, being here less than twenty four hours. Huge splash. Again, you 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 set your. He said, "I I," and he was very open about the fact that money's not an object. It's not a worry. We're going to get this thing done. Uh, whatever it is that needs to be done, he's got it well, done. If he brings a championship as the new owner to Phoenix, they can go zero and eighty two next year. That's true too. But he'll be he'll be he'll be uh, he'll be a state treasure. Absolutely, because the Phoenix Suns have never won a title, and that's all that anybody wants. I think if you were to ask, would you like the Cardinals or the Diamondbacks to win the whole Diamondbacks thing? Diamondbacks have one. Diamondbacks already have one in two thousand one. Uh, this is a Suns town, yeah, yeah. and Suns fans want a championship, and they never had it. And do, could they get it this year? On paper, they're the best in the West. And I said it earlier today, uh, Devin Booker's no longer the best player on the team. No. That's how good Kevin Durant yeah. is. So I'm looking forward to it. It's must-see. I can't wait to see these guys on the court together. It's, it is it is going to be so entertaining. Is there enough basketballs on the court? I don't think so. Probably not. But they'll figure it out. Absolutely. They'll have to figure it out. 100%. All right. Coming up next. So we got the Super Bowl here in Phoenix. Yeah. But next year it's going to be in Vegas. That's right. Dude, we have got to get to Vegas. We've got to get to Vegas. Uh, we're going to talk to the man who's running the show in Vegas, putting the Super Bowl on out there. He's on the clock on Monday. He'll join us next. Gatos and Chad. Live from Super Bowl 57's Meteor Row. We are hosting the Super Bowl this year. Radio Row in full effect. Media in full effect. Chaos in full effect. Joining us now is somebody we're going to hand the baton off to, and he is here soaking it all up to see if he can go one up on this. Stephen Hill, CEO and president of Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority. And you're soaking it up, man. Are you getting excited? Because you're looking up here going, I think we can, uh, we're can. we going to do this, and we can do it up Las Vegas style. We're, we're going to be on the clock on Monday. Um, we're excited about it. Uh, we really really appreciate Phoenix uh, being willing to be open with us. You know, you guys have had a lot more Super Bowls than we have. This is our first. Uh, so allowing us to have the benefit of your experience has really been helpful, and we really appreciate it. And um, but we're, we're excited about next year. Yeah, we host Super Bowls. We don't play in Super Bowls. No. That's, <laughs> that's how we like to say it. Uh, unfortunately, that's how we have to say it. Uh, how do you get ready for a Super Bowl? You say you're on the clock on Monday. What do you do on Monday? Well, well, I'll tell you, Las Vegas has been getting ready for a Super Bowl for about 60 years. Um, we host hundreds of thousands of people every day. Um, we know how to do that. Um, what we need to do in order to do this right is understand what the expectations of the NFL are, the teams are, sponsors, and all the fans that will be coming. Um, but I say this, and I say this with respect to other cities, we are the only city in the world that is set up as a platform for events. Um, there are over a hundred thousand hotel rooms within walking distance of the stadium. That's a great point. It's um, we we are there to host events. Yeah, um, we are the only city in the world that has the ability to treat a hundred thousand people like VIPs all at the same time. So we're looking forward to the opportunity to show off. Absolutely. Talking to uh, Stephen Hill, Chief Investment Officer and President of Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority. You look around here, and you know, like what's What's going through your mind of, man, 
I, I, these are some of the things I'd like to do, and 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 there's other things that are just you know because your your mind's got to be spinning about how you can make it bigger because again it's Las Vegas it's you want to make it Vegas just makes it bigger yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we we are certainly setting expectations pretty high our our challenge is going to be um, exceeding those expectations we we need to do that um, I've said often that um, the Formula One race that we have in November the Super Bowl that we have the following February will be the two most important events in Las Vegas in my lifetime. Hmm. Uh, it, we will have more Formula One races. We will have more Super Bowls, but we only get one opportunity to do it right the first time, and those two things are going to happen back-to-back in those four months. Um, so we're concentrating hard to make that happen, and once it does, it just opens up our city um, to basically anything that is out there. Yeah, the Super Bowl is going to be played in Vegas. So, like, if I call you, like, in a couple months and say, listen, I need a reservation at a restaurant. Are you somebody that can help me? Because I'm always looking out for myself. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. We've got, we've got more restaurants. <laughs> white privilege. Right <laughs> <laughs> Just friendship. I'm a, listen, I'm always looking for a hookup, Chad. I know you are. We've got a guy right here. I'm always, don't shake your head at me, Chad. We, we know a guy. You guys <laughs> see? They know a guy. I can get into any restaurant well, I want. the beauty of uh, this Vegas. This is awesome. Like, I know a guy. You guys do have the Formula One. Is that kind of like a good test run for what's coming? Because Formula One, for those of you guys who don't know, it's, it's like the set third or fourth biggest sport in the world. And, you know, here's it is coming here. That's got to be a great test for you guys as far as a dry run for the Super Bowl. Well, they don't really feel like they ought to be a test run for anything. But you so. understand, for us as Americans, because Formula One isn't NASCAR. Yeah. It's not. But, you know, in Europe, the sport is, this would be the other way around. But it's here. That does give you guys a good little you know, run into some stuff that that maybe you know, like I said, they don't think they should be. Yeah, sure. Now, I, it's a it's a huge uh, opportunity for Vegas. Um, it's you know, the attendance at a Formula One uh, race is higher than it is oh, for um, the Super Bowl itself. Now, the city's going to be. We have three hundred and thirty thousand people in as um, visitors every day uh, in Las Vegas. So, um, neither one of these events in and of themselves will actually completely fill the city, um, but there are over 100,000 folks paying a pretty good-sized price for a ticket at Formula One, and so it will be, you know, the first in the series. Uh, and we're talking to the uh, CEO, Chief Investment Officer, I mean, Executive Officer, President of Las Vegas Convention, uh, Visitors Authority, Steve Hill, and, and it started with the Golden Knights, it's the Raiders. It's, this has been building up for a long time. You know, a lot of people looking, going, okay, which major league team might, you know, sneak out of somewhere, maybe here, and end up in Las Vegas. So the Diamondbacks were rumored to go to Henderson at it, one point, it's, right? It's been building. Do you guys feel like it's like not only are you set up for all those things, but now you're set up for all of them and you have them in your house? Yeah, we, we have gotten to the point where every major league, every major event, um, is talking to us about somehow participating with what Las Vegas has become. Um, you're right. The Knights um, really broke through that glass ceiling. Um, there is no better 
good housekeeping seal of approval than the NFL coming to your city. You become an NFL city, you do that right, everybody else can see it. Um, and in fact, you know, Formula One wouldn't have happened if we hadn't built a stadium and the NFL had come. We just wouldn't have been in that kind of consideration. Um, now that both of those teams have been so successful, uh, now that Formula One has come, um, you know, we've gotten a Final Four. Um, we've, you know, we, we are only lacking a college football national championship to really right. round out that group of real marquee events, and that'll happen. Um, so everybody wants to be um, a part of the Las Vegas success story. Last one for me. Uh, we got about 35 seconds. Is it easier to set the Super Bowl up in Vegas because you have all those hotels ready? You are a place that plans events, or is am I missing something? Is it is it a lot harder just because of that? Now the it is easier to do it in Las Vegas. Uh, like I said, the challenge we have is exceeding the expectations that people have of Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, we think we can do that. Um, but, you know, we, we put on events like this all the time. The experience around those events is great because you don't spend a lot of time in traffic. A lot of people can walk to the game. You can do other things on the same day. Um, so we just need to exceed the expectations that we're setting for our for our customers and visitors that will be there. Well, Good luck to you. Steve Hill's Chief Executive Officer, President of Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority. And uh, you, on Monday, you guys are on the clock. So mm. good luck to Las Vegas. And uh, uh, Gatos will ask you for something. And uh, we'll probably be out there next year. Yeah. Again, thanks, thanks, Phoenix. And uh, good luck to you this weekend. Thank Rest- you. Restaurants and maybe a free place to stay. Oh, my God. It's just, just give me a holler. <laughs> Sucks everybody's will to live. Thanks for joining thanks. us. Thank you. All right, uh, a lot of stuff. We're going to wrap it up here from uh, the, the radio row here, Media Row. It's quieting down tonight. they got the NFL honors going on, so everybody's heading over there because our good friend Rihanna may be there. I don't know, but we, we as you guys know, we in- interviewed her earlier except for the part where we did that. So we're going uh, to wrap it up straight from here. Gales and Chad. Live from the Phoenix Convention Center for Super Bowl 57's Media Row. Sunday. Tell everybody what you have in your hand. Okay, so this is awesome. Uh, this is crazy. Uh, the crew, I believe Byron and uh, and my good friend and yours, uh, Mr. Pablo, earlier today, I wanted slime because I was walking around. I had Charlie on the phone. We were doing like a little live stream back and forth, and she saw the Nickelodeon thing. She freaked out, and I said, well, we'll get some slime. They went over and got me slime. So I have a bottle of slime from Nickelodeon. For your four-year-old. For my four-year-old, and I told her, look, you can slime yourself a little bit, but only once and just a little bit. We're going to keep some of it, because, but it is hilarious. So it is, and it's yeah. So it, it kind of shows you we're at Radio Row, who is here. Everybody from TikTok to ESPN to CBS to Fox, to Nickelodeon, to Sleep Number Mattress. They've got a setup here. And if it's been bet, it's been bet here. I mean, everybody... And, the, and you know what's weird, too? You've got stuff that... Uh, there's so many people here, Gatos, the, how things have changed. Mm. There's hundreds of podcasters here. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Which is which yeah. is a, a huge change because normally you'd have to be, quote, unquote, what they would consider the establishment media. Oh, who are you with? I'm with this CBS or this. Now it's like, man, if you've got a show and it's got a five followers, you can get yourself a pass here and yeah. go interview people. So now you've got slime to take home to your kid. That's right. I'm very excited. Because like, this, what did they do on Nickelodeon with the slime during the NFL stuff? So, well, during the NFL, they dump it on top of you. But the beauty of, of this is they're going to 
do the game live uh, on Sunday, and they've got Dylan, who was here earlier. He's their like young hip superstar, and everybody want to hang out with Dylan today. They are they, remember they like so when you score a touchdown, like you know the end zones are crazy looking things, and when they kick a field goal or an extra point, it's SpongeBob. They kick it through his mouth, and and it is it's going to be awesome, and it's fun to watch. And when we see, I'll always switch over because the kids like to watch it. It's fun, especially Charlie. Right, you know she sees SpongeBob catch a football in his mouth and thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> I kind of do, too. Right. You know, I'm 12, so what are you going to do? Of course you are. You've never grown up. But I've also never grown up. As you can see, yesterday I ran as fast as I could towards a WWE superstar that I really like, a wrestler, Seth Rollins, and got to meet him and took a picture. And Pablo got to meet a UFC guy today. So I thought he was a boxer because he had the, you know, he was either that or a Russian mobster. It was one of the two because he had a full track suit on. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, trying (laughs) to figure out. Are you here to fight John Wick? Who was here the last few days? It's from celebrities to athletes to yeah. to you know there there are um, uh, what do you call it influencer influencer. I mean, I didn't get to meet an influencer who's you know I don't know pimping some you know I don't know some product, but they were all over the place. It just shows you what's changed. It's you're right. There's a lot of different people here from all different countries, and uh, you know it's it's kind of a cool atmosphere. So to come down to, to come to downtown Phoenix for a couple of days and to take the show and um, go on the road. Yeah, it's it's fun. It was fun. I'm ready to get back in the studio. I would like though. to be out more often. I think we should. I think we should Good. be out well, on you a can daily go do basis. That, I've, yeah, <laughs> I, I told everybody yesterday. I said, "Gators don't like going no, out." No, I don't. No. It's a, the controlled environment of this because we're we're almost like like animals in a sense that we or a hawk. We're in the middle of like a hockey rink. Yeah, because it's all you know. We've got these boards around us. It's a good way to yeah. to, to say it. Yeah. yeah. So well, we've had fun the last couple days. Absolutely, Phoenix uh, has done us right. I think that I think so far everybody downtown has done a great job of trying to get people around and parked and go this way and the cops are out and all that stuff. So, but we'll be back in the studio tomorrow. We had fun here at Radio Row. So, uh We'll do it again tomorrow, but this time from the studios. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody. Eric, thanks so much for being out here today and helping us. It was much appreciated. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow.